Hey there! Is today your first time here? Or maybe your first time in a while? If so, maybe you're wondering exactly who we are and what this church is all about. Well, we'd like you to know that we're a group of ordinary people who are on an amazing journey together, following Christ. Our guide is the Bible because it's the divinely inspired Word of God and it will never take us in the wrong direction. Along the way, we hope you'll see that we are welcoming and spiritually passionate and that getting to know you is a big deal to us. We know that the road is rough sometimes, but we'll work really hard to bring you practical and relevant messages to equip and encourage you through life's ups and downs. We want you to know that we care about this community, and we believe that it's our job to make it a better place. So, no matter who you are or where you've been, we're glad you're here with us today. And we hope that you'll join us on our journey, following Christ and living out His plan for us. So, welcome to church. Good morning. Can you hear us? Are we unmuted? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We should be unmuted in just a moment. It's a little delay, so we'll give them just a second to let them tell us whether they can hear us or not. They are actually still watching the introduction to the broadcast. It's about a 13-second delay. But good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to Fellowship of Champions Church International. We are a church teaching you to walk in love, live by faith and experience God's prosperity in every area of life. And we are happy that you are with us on this Sunday, the last Sunday of 2020. As my wife said earlier this morning, if you are here this morning and you are watching us, you ought to be giving God some praise because you have made it through 2020 thus far. Yes, Caleb says he can hear us. Good. Y'all can morning, hear us. Caleb. Good morning. Great, 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 great. So welcome, welcome, welcome. If you haven't already done it, we want you to tell us where you are watching from and hashtag live. And if you watch the replay, still hash, hashtag replay and still tell us where you're watching from. We're super excited. This is 41 weeks. 41 weeks, 41 of weeks virtual, virtual church. church. <laughs> and um, our reach, the ability to impact so many people, I'm continuously blown away. We have people who watch from the Caribbean. We have people who watch from many of the 50 states. We have people who watch from the UK. And I noticed the other day that we have some people watching from Africa as well. Yes, and Australia. And Australia. Which is one place that I really want to go. So I'm really happy that there are people there who are watching. So us. we're just super excited. And we want to welcome you. If you're a first time visitor, just let us know. We have some virtual greeters who want to greet you this morning. So say, hi, I'm a first timer. Don't worry. We're not going to pull you on camera and make you tell who your <laughs> church pastor is in your church history, but we're super excited to have you. And all of our partners, live partner, I mean, local partners and virtual partners, you were challenged to invite people mm -hmm. to church this morning. So if you did that, we want to say thank you. Yes. Listen, here's what we're fully convinced of. We are fully convinced that Jesus is still Lord. Yep. And we are fully convinced that it is the will of God for us to prosper in every area of life. Every and the area. way that we do it is through obedience. Mm -hmm. And so we, for years, we've been in ministry almost 21 years mm -hmm. now. Um, in fact, interesting fact, the week we started the church, I gave birth to church, Chase. Yep. We started on a Sunday and I gave birth to Chase on that Friday, yep. the following Friday. But we've been in ministry for 21 years and our greatest desire, other than pleasing God, 
has been to see the people of God walk in victory. And we say this a lot because while we may have people who are watching us every week, Mm -hmm. we have new people every week, right? And so it's important for us to say we are a teaching ministry. We're a teaching ministry. What does that mean? We don't just want you to shout. Now, we like to shout. We like the praise. We like to run all of those things. But we don't just want you. We don't just want people to shout and we don't want people to be excited. We want people to know how to apply the truths of God to their lives Mm -hmm. so they can get results no matter what. That's right. That, and so we are a teaching ministry. So what does that mean? That means that you're going to find that almost all of our messages are going to be a minimum of an hour. Every good movie is at least 90 minutes and the word is better than any movie. Amen. Why? Because no matter how much you like a movie or don't like a movie, it's not going to change your life. But the word of God has the power to change mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. Say the word has the power to change my life. Amen. And before you start preaching, remember, we got to do our announcements. And, okay. Because I know you'll get the, okay. All right. I was gonna say you can do the announcements. Okay. All right. Our announcements for this week. It's important that we make those announcements so that everybody knows what is happening. All right. So here's our announcements for this week. As you know, hopefully you just left Kristen Valley Worships. Hopefully you just left her page. It starts at 9:30 every Sunday. Uh, you should join her if you missed it this morning. You can go back and listen to the replay. It's a wonderful way to start your mornings. And then Sunday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time immediately following worship, you can join us right here, right where we are. Not to mention those of you who have invited people and maybe they haven't shown up yet, this is still an opportunity to kind of send them a message or tag them and let them know, hey, we're about to start service. Uh, It's a wonderful time to participate in what we call social media outreach. That means all you have to do is click the like button, the share button, uh, and then bring your friends and family onto the broadcast, all right? And then also on Mondays, typically on Mondays, we have Mindset Monday. Uh, Pastor Sean is on vacation, so she may or may not do a Mindset Monday this week. Uh, And if she does, she's got uh, some special guests who are going to join her. But I won't (laughs) give that away yet because we're not sure if that's going to happen. But if she does, 12 o'clock on her page, 12 o'clock Central Standard Time on Mondays is Mindset Monday. You don't want to miss that. And then, of course, on Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night at 8 p.m., we have one of our intercessory prayer uh, leaders who are who are praying uh, and leading us in prayer. So we encourage you to join us. You don't have to. We're not going to pull you on screen and ask you to pray. We're just going to ask you to come and join with us. Join your faith with ours as they are praying uh, the various prayer initiatives that they have for FOC and for you as virtual partners. And then, of course, on Wednesday night, uh, you can catch Pastor Ralph on his page or on the Fellowship of Champions page for Wednesday night Bible study. It's called Refresh Bible Study. It happens midweek, and we all know that during the week we can all be a little refreshed after we've had to deal with Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday uh, at work and with kids and everything else. So I encourage you to come uh, and join Pastor Ralph. He's been talking about not growing weary, mm-hmm. uh, and he's been mm-hmm. talking about uh, how how if you if you obey God, even when things around you are, are going crazy, you will still win, and yes. that's important yes. for you to understand. Yes. You you are not immune. To, to, to life's troubles because you're born again, right? Yes. Uh, but you are immune uh, to having to lose because with God, we always win. And so those are our announcements this morning uh, concerning the service times. And I'll let my wife talk to you about these wonderful shirts that we have on this morning. 
Well, I got something else I want to oh, say. Oh, well, she's going to say something else before First that. of all, I want to say, did y'all attend Kristen's <laughs> concert, Kristen oh, and Valley? Yes. Listen, listen, I know Christmas is over, but I like Christmas music all the time. Man, Chris and Valley killed this at home, this Christmas at home, right? And I went back and watched it on Christmas Day. I've watched it another time. You know, they sang one of my favorite songs ever. And um, and so if you didn't watch that, I want to challenge you to go and watch that. We're hoping that Chris and Valley are going to come back and do that for us. It's going to become an annual thing, whether we're live or whether we're virtual. It was just such a beautiful way to spend Christmas Eve. And I wanted to shout out that they did an amazing job. And they're and, extremely talented. So, they, I mean, I mean, they're anointed and talented. You put both of those together, yeah, you're going to have an amazing got something experience. Powerful. That's right. And I also want to shout out and thank Pastor Ralph, who has been so faithful at teaching um, Refresh Bible Study mm -hmm. every Wednesday and our intercessory team. Yep. I really want to shout out our team. And then recently we added virtual greeters. When we say we have virtual greeters, we really mean it. The people who would normally be virtual, who would normally be greeting in church are now greeting online. So if you have a question, we have people who are there to answer the question, to help direct you to if you want to be a virtual partner, if you want to know our website if there you just people, want to say i'm a first-time visitor there are people there who so we want to say thank you to our victory zone leaders yes. thank you to all of our people who were able to pivot and to say even though and, the, and i want to say this to you guys because i think it's so important that you didn't forget your call to serve mm -hmm. because church wasn't the traditional right, way. Right. And so I just wanted to say thank you because we could not have done this as seamlessly as we've done it if it had not been for you. The other thing I want to say is that Pastor Edwin, you have done such a great job because you know you didn't really do lives before this started. Right. And now you are so good at being live and you're just so relaxed doing it. Hey, if we're called to do something and you have to make a pivot, you either do it or you die. Oh, well, I mean, and, and I don't necessarily mean a physical death. I mean, either we were going to continue to serve the people of God or we were going to fall to the wayside like some have. Uh, and that wasn't an option for me. So you have to we, we, we preach all the time and we say all the time, Lord, take me out of my comfort zone. So this was one of those opportunities. So I encourage those of you out there that if there is some area that God's calling you to that's going to cause you to go outside of your comfort zone, it may not be easy to do it. But if you will step out, he'll give you the grace to do it. Yes. And then the last thing I want to tell y'all is that when y'all see Pastor Edwin on next Sunday, he's going to be older. Yes. Cause his birthday is Friday. One, one. <laughs> one one he's a new year's baby that's right and so his birthday is going to be on friday so y'all be sure to tell pastor edwin happy birthday on friday on new year's day it's easy his birthday is super easy to remember because it's new year's day i start the year off right okay <laughs> all right we got you you start the year off right so welcome 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 if you remember at the end of service last week how many of you were here last week let's see your hands if you were here last week we began to talk about we were going through the prophetic word and so one of the things i just um i want to just go back to the first paragraph of the prophetic word which says hold on to the words i have given you the words that you have used to guide you through this year stand firm and be prepared to receive all that i will reveal to you in the days and months ahead mm -hmm. now you gave us that word what in november october mm -hmm. it's november 15th november 15th you gave us that word and you said hold on to the words that i have given you and as we were teaching on sunday it began to be revealed to us that what god wanted was saying about 2021 is not only are we is this still the season of great harvest right mm -hmm. it's to, it's not just the year of great harvest it's the, if you've been sowing obedience and seed and praise and all of the things that god asked for seed in if you 
you've been sowing that it is your season of great harvest. Mm -hmm. And then what God gave us is that it is the year of release. Mm -hmm. It's the year of release. And so we decided that we wanted everybody to remember and to have a way to remember that it's the year of release. So as all you can see, long. all year <laughs> long, it's the year of release. And let me tell you why it's so important. It's really important that when you get a word that you keep that word before your eyes mm -hmm. and you keep that word in your ears and you plant that word in your heart. Why? Because any the Bible tells us anytime a word is released, the enemy comes immediately. Say immediately. immediately. He comes immediately to steal the word. So there's been a declaration. First, we've been in, we've been encouraged. We have been beseeched to keep the word before mm -hmm. us. Now, what's the word? It's the year of release. And so, as you can see, I have on the sweatshirt and he has on the T-shirt and they are yours. You can purchase them. They're pre-ordered. So you will purchase them now. They won't ship to ship until January the 15th. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to take orders through like January the 10th. And, and then they, they're going to ship out mm -hmm. on the 15th. And you can get you a T-shirt. You can get you a sweatshirt. You can get both. You can get both. <laughs> you can get one for your kids, one for your husband, one for your wife, whatever, whatever, whoever is listening. You can order one for the whole family because at the end of the day, what we're going to be doing all year long in 2021 is celebrating the year of release. It's all about the year of release. So we want to go back to Psalms 126. Psalms 126. And listen. I want to say this. I have totally enjoyed teaching with you. We've now, taught longer together in 2020 than we ever have. Well, you tricked me a little bit because you asked me to come. I was going to take some Sundays off and you asked me to come, but I like being with you. So, and I like the word. Mm. So you put my two things, favorite things together, preaching the word and my favorite person. And so I'm super excited about it because I love how God is using us mm -hmm. to flow together to be able to impact people's lives. But and so the link is on. I think the link is going to be on their uh, broadcast so they can take a yes. picture of that or whatever. And then afterwards, they can go uh, to your to that website and, and order the shirt or the sweatshirt or both or as many as they like. And we'll get those out to them. Um, Middle of January. So Middle of January. And then we're going to talk about this more and more. That what we want you to do is when you have your sweatshirts on and your t-shirts on, we want you to take a picture and we want you to hashtag FOC. Mm, tag us mm, in it. Tag mm, us mm -hmm. in it so we know. We want to get this word out. You don't want to forget. Um, 1 Corinthians 15 and 58, it says, Therefore, my beloved brethren and sisters, with all we have going for us, be ye steadfast, unmovable, secure, and firmly planted. So we're telling you to get your life firmly mm -hmm. planted in the reality reality that this is the year of release. Mm -hmm. You have stepped into a season. And listen, I've been saying this for months now. If you haven't been obedient, it's your turnaround. Yeah. Today's your day to turn it's around. Why? It's your opportunity to turn around because as I've said from the beginning, harvest isn't good or bad. Harvest is just the result of right. what you put in the ground. Mm -hmm. So what we're seeing is we're, we're, we saw it in 2020, this duality mm -hmm. of that some people are harvesting the goodness of God and some people are harvesting trouble. Man, you want to get out of that trouble side and yeah. come over here and harvest what God is doing. Mm -hmm. But it says, be steadfast, unmovable, secure, and firmly planted. Live your lives mm -hmm. with, in an un with unshakable, unshakable mm -hmm. confidence, always abounding in the work of the Lord. We know that we prosper and excel in every season. How? 
by serving the by Lord. Serving the Lord. Because we are assured mm-hmm. that our union with the Lord makes our labor productive and not a waste of time or it. effort. I love it. I love he it. He says, live your life with unshakable confidence. How do I live my life with unshakable confidence? By putting all of my trust in the Lord. Yes. He says, and when you do it, know this, it's not a waste of time. It's not a waste of effort and it's not going to be in vain. So when I'm trusting God and God is telling me to do something, even though I may not be seeing immediate re- results, the guarantee I have is what? It's not a waste of time or a waste of effort. Well, and that's why what Ralph is teaching has been so important so. because he says, yep. don't get weary and mm-hmm. well doing. Mm-hmm. Because what we see sometimes is you work the business for a little while or you apply for a few jobs or you sow a little seed and then you, because you don't have yep. it firmly planted in you, you go, this isn't working. But something supernatural is always happening always. when you obey God. I need everybody to say that. When I obey God, something supernatural is always mm-hmm. happening. And we've seen it because the other thing I want to thank is the partners and the friends of this ministry who have been so faithful man we have been able to do things that we didn't do pre pre, pre pandemic absolutely the way that we have been able to be a blessing to people raising fifty thousand dollars in july can y'all shout for that in the middle of a pandemic we raised fifty thousand dollars for our scholarships that's amazing that covers five scholarships That covers five. So why? Because we took the word yeah. that it was the year of great harvest. We took the word to align, which meant to obey. And it's important to understand that when we raised that $50,000, we had an organization who partnered with us in the middle of a pandemic for 10 of that $50,000. Yes. yes. So not only was God blessing us and, and our partners doing what they had to do, he started linking us up with other people willing to get involved and help us do what he's called us to do. And I think that that's so important because the Bible talks about in Galatians, you mentioned Galatians there uh six and nine i think it is when it when it talks about don't grow weary but one translation says like this i think it's the new living translation it says don't it says, it says don't get upset while doing good oh that's good don't get upset while doing good and so as long as you're doing what's right you can't allow what's happening around you to cause you to get upset because then you'll get moved off of what god's telling you to do you know and when god said to us hey uh I, you know i want you to raise money for the scholarship we was just like okay you know and, and then we had to do the work and the work was okay you know uh, uh, how do we do it what do we do it and then that's when we got linked up with the organization who who said hey you know we've seen what you guys have done in the previous past if y'all can raise ten thousand dollars in a month and then look what god did we raised ten thousand dollars not in a month in what 17 hours well that's what i was gonna say in the beginning and see that you know that's why it's so important to just start and go as to and go as far start. as your faith yes. will take you. Yes. We had to say yes. God yes. will do it. Sometimes the yes is just I'll apply for the job. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the yes is I'm going to get the business in order. I don't know how I'm going to do it, yes. but I'm going to say yes. Our goal was to raise $10,000 in a month. That yes. was a goal. Yes. And if you think about it, that seems like a big goal. It did. It, it seemed, seemed like, like a, a, huge, a goal. huge goal because if we raise $10,000 in a month, they would match yes. the $10,000. So we were thinking $20,000. $20,000. full scholarship. And instead, we raised $10,000 in 17 
hours. hours. Let me tell you, obedience will cause God to put his super on top of Absolutely. your natural. You can say that again. Obedience will cause God to put his super on yes. top of your yes. natural. Yes. And so for those of you, because I'm, we're going to be teaching this, but Pastor Elwin is going to be telling you where we're going. And I'm going to be saying to you at any point, if you realize I've been off track, I've been weary and well doing, I've been on the wrong path. Come home. Come home. Come home. <laughs> yes. Don't be out there living like the prodigal son, yes. eating in the pig pen. Even if you wasted it all on riotous living, come home. Yes. Because over here at home in the kingdom of God, it's the year of release. It's the year of harvest. It's the year of divine provision. It's the year of divine protection. It's the year of promotion. And let me tell you something. You want to be on God's side Absolutely. in this season. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come home. Glory to God. So if you're a person, you're thinking, man, I need to come home. Man, I've really blown it. And let me tell you something, because I think this is important to say. Everybody who blows it doesn't stop going to church. That's right. Because you can go to church and be an unbelieving yes. believer. Yes. You can go to church and still be complaining and murmuring. You can go to church and still be telling God how it's not working. You can go to church and still not be tithing and fasting and doing the things that God has told you to do. So this ain't about people who just threw it to the wind right, and said, right, freak God, right, okay? Right, right. This is people who, some of you, you literally kept coming to church. They're going through the emotions. They're going through the emotions, but emotionally, their heart's not in it anymore. Their heart is stoned. They, they don't believe God anymore. They don't believe they, they, God. They're they going because, it, because they know that it's what they're supposed to do. Or they're showing up because it's, 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 if I don't show up, they ain't going to see my name you know, uh, in the broadcast or whatever the case may be. They're going to wonder what I'm doing. But your heart's not in it. We're talking about come home, bring your heart home to God. Oh, no, say that again. We're talking about coming home, bringing your heart home to God. Bring your heart. So we just, listen, I love what Stephanie said. She said, come home. We'll keep the light on for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Jesus is the light. Yeah. Come home. Don't go into 21, yes. 2021 away from home. Yes. Come home. Home. Come home, come home. Say that. Can you say that thing about the heart again? I'm saying you, 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 the, the fact of the matter is we want you to come home. When we say you, we mean we want you to bring your heart with you. Have your heart open. The Bible talks about your heart being being pliable to the Lord, not having the Bible says he's going to take out and remove that stony heart. And he's going to give us a heart of flesh. We want you to bring your flesh heart home. Let God work on you. Bring your heart home. Yes. And so we're just going to pray. But right. The first thing we want to do is we want to pray for anybody who's decided they want to come home. Mm -hmm. Right. Let's come. You you like that's me. And let me tell you something. I want to tell you to get sensitive to the voice of God. I don't care how faithful you think you've been in church. The truth of it is I've been pastoring for years and many times during service, God has had to say to me or in my prayer time, hey, you've been injured. Your heart has gotten stony. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. has happened. You've been disappointed. Your heart has gotten stony. So if when we say come home, when we say come home, that resonates with you. Mm -hmm. Don't get deep and say, I've been on the usher board for 27 years. Who cares? I love it. People are saying yes. that's me. Michelle Deaton said that's me. I want mm. you to put her comment up, Ralph, so people can see that you don't have to be ashamed. That's me. that's me. And let me tell you something. If you've never accepted Jesus as your personal savior, you want to do it today because every single thing we're talking about, you don't even qualify for if you're not in the kingdom. You got to come home. You got to come 
home. home. And I love that Michelle said, that's me. Latasha said, I recently came back home. There is pure freedom in being home. And here's what's important. You have to know that injury can cause your heart to be hardened. And it, and it can happen over time. And so sometimes you don't even realize that your heart has left. And so when you hear a word that says, come home, and you hear Holy Spirit say to you, that's you, don't, don't buck against it. Just say, okay, that's me. I'm returning home. I'm you returning just make a decision. home. I'm returning home. I'm returning home. Come home. Guys, come home home this is so important to come serena said that's me i'm giving you a second right i'm giving you a second to say because we want to pray over the people that are saying i'm coming home or i want to accept jesus because what we're going to teach about next you need to be home mm -hmm. to receive mm -hmm. you need to come into the family to receive mm -hmm. yes. um somebody said i'm home and i'm still going through because when you come home you got to learn how to operate by the home how mm -hmm. the home operates mm -hmm. And and so many times I love her honesty. I love her in saying that because many times for people, you said it earlier, being a believer doesn't exempt us from life it circumstances. Does. It does. And many times people think because they've accepted Jesus Christ, they don't have a responsibility to learn how to walk by faith. Your breakthrough is in walking by faith, not because you go to church. As a believer, you are going to perpetually be bombarded with obstacles and, 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 and tribulations and, and things in your life because the enemy doesn't want you to experience all that God has for you. What you have to understand, though, is that what, what God has said for you is more real than any circumstances you may be currently facing. And you have to be able to believe that enough that you trust God and you trust his word and you keep going. You know, we talked about this the other day about this idea of murmuring and complaining. The enemy wants us to murmur. He wants us to complain. He wants us to have to use our mouth as a weapon against us. And what we've got to learn to do is not use uh, things that happen in the world, uh, things that people do to us, uh, disappointments, uh, trauma. We have to not, not allow those things to cause us to use our words to contradict what God has said about us. And do you, we talked about this, but let's make sure that people know this, right? Murmuring will literally delay your breakthrough. And a lot of believers do not realize how much they murmur and complain. It cost the children of Israel the promised land. The promised land. The promised land. It cost murmuring and complaining. Cost literally, they had a few miles to go to get to the promised land, and they spent forty years wandering. Forty years wandering. Is your murmuring? I love what Christy said. It goes back to one of your principles that you taught us this year. You got to tame your tongue. Yeah, you do. But you can't tame your tongue until you tame your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so many of you need to understand that your very delay can be in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Your very and delay. Oftentimes it is. And oftentimes, oftentimes your it delay is. is in. It is what you say it is. It is what you say it is. And people get so frustrated with us sometimes mm -hmm. when we talk to them about what's coming out of your mouth. See, because people think this, um, people think that because they make their declarations, mm -hmm. right? And you and Ralph have been giving a, doing a great job of giving people declarations every day, right? And people think that because they make their declaration, they get up and they make that one declaration mm -hmm. in the morning, that now they can say whatever they want to say throughout the day. So you get up and you say it's a blessed day, but then you mad at racists, you mad at the cashiers, you mad at the people at your job, and you begin to murmur in your heart. And the Bible tells us that 
God, the Bible actually tells us this. God hates murmuring. He hates murmuring. He hates murmuring. And I asked him the other day when we were talking about this, God, why do you hate murmuring? He says, because murmuring indicates that you believe something is bigger than me. If you got to be murmuring in your heart about who holding you back, about what's not working, you, the children of Israel, they believe the giants were bigger than God. They said and so. They said that. Yeah. It got in their heart mm-hmm. and then it came out of their mouths. What's coming out of your mouth? It's why the Bible says that they brought back an evil report. They brought- Why was the report evil? The what's report, an evil report? W- the report was evil because it was a twisted report. It went against what God had already promised them. God said, you're going to take the land. The land is flowing with milk and honey. It belongs to you. But they saw something over there and said that the something that they saw was bigger than the God who had spoken to them. And many times what happens with people is that we, what we do, you talked about this idea of people making confessions and they're saying whatever they want to say. It's the equivalent of sowing seed in the morning and then by lunchtime going and take the seed out the ground. It's never going to grow and become if you keep removing it from the soil it's supposed to be in. If God has called you to something, but you remove yourself from every situation because it gets tough and you give up, you cave in and you quit, you're never going to grow in where God had planted you. Man, You're never going to grow with God. Please. Everybody just take a deep breath. I'm glad you said that because we all can repent. We can all oh, repent. Absolutely. We can all repent. See, there are many of you, you're blaming the devil, but you don't use that the enemy. You don't even understand the strategy of the enemy is to use your own mouth against to you. Use to you use you against, to use you. against yes. you. Because literally God says to you, it's your season of great harvest. And you say everybody harvesting but me. Mm-hmm. You know what you just did? You just brought back an evil report. You came into agreement with something that's false. You literally use your mouth to bring you into agreement. It's the reason that we talked about you got to tame your thoughts. We said you got to tame your tongue. You got to tame your heart. You got to tame your team. Why? Because all of those things affect what you say and do. And it's so important. And going into 2021, yes, it is the year of release. It's the year. It is the year of release. And it is still is our season of great harvest. You still need to be in alignment. You still need to be in agreement. God still wants to advance you. And you still need to be putting seed in the ground because all of that collectively is what's going to cause you to live greater than you have. I know you, I don't know if you're going to talk about it today, but you were sharing with me uh, and we just having a conversation. Now, I appreciate y'all who come every week and let us have this conversation in front of you. But we were having a conversation yesterday and you were like, okay, let's go and see, uh, you know, what, what, what some of the Jewish scholars and some of the, some of the, the Jewish rabbis have said about this coming year, because we know their, their new year has already started. Yes. It started prior to ours. And, and you may talk about some of that, but I was just like, it's so good to hear what they're saying and see what Holy Spirit is saying to us and how that's in such alignment. Yes, I do want to pray though. I want to pray okay. for the people who want who repented. Who repented? And they, you was like you saw yourself. I repent. You, I, 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 I repent. I'm, when I'm, we I'm, were talking if there's about anything this, in my life is hard. I'm coming home. I'm, I'm, coming, I'm home. coming home. I'm coming home because I said the other day. Here's what I have seen. When I agree with God, mm-hmm. I always get breakthrough. Always. When I agree with God, I always get breakthrough. Where do I not get breakthrough when I may be saying the right things in my mind out of my mouth because I've but been in church? Heart. 
Uh huh. That heart say something different. But that heart say something mm -hmm. different. So I know how to say the right things mm -hmm. out of my mouth with the right people. But some of you got a whole different set of friends that you you got a whole different set of friends that you have different conversations with. You got a Facebook group yep. that you have different kind of conversations yep. with, and you're practicing murmuring mm -hmm. and complaining. And I cannot stress this enough that God yeah, hates murmuring. Mm -hmm. He hates murmuring mm -hmm. and when we murmur we delay our breakthrough yes, right yes. we and so i want to pray for everybody who's coming home coming home coming back home coming home for the 30th time coming home for the 200th time coming home for the first time i'm always coming home i'm always coming i'm home. always coming i'm home. always coming because because my daddy always has his arms open for me so any injuries that i suffer anything that happens to me in my wrong thinking anytime i want to come home daddy got the door open for me so I'm always coming home. Let's do two things. I'm going to pray while I'm praying. Can you pull up that scripture that we were just talking about? Why that, that evil report? Mm -hmm. And and I'm going to pray. So I want you to pray right, this right now. I want you to say, Father God, I believe that Jesus is my savior. And I repent for every time I have tried to save myself. And I repent for every time I had had I have had an evil report which is any time I have disagreed with you. Help me, Holy Spirit, to tame my thoughts and my tongue so that I can walk with you because that's the team I want to be mm -hmm. on. Forgive me and cleanse my heart. Holy Spirit, put me in the training program. And if you believe and receive that, say it's done in Jesus name and just come on back home. It's a new start. It's a new moment. It's a new season. But I am going to talk about this, but I want you to talk about because I think you really led us into something right here. So it says live your lives with an unshakable mm -hmm. confidence. That's first Corinthians 15 and 58. Let me tell you something. You're never going to be able to live your life with an unshakable confidence in the word when you don't know the word. Mm when you don't know the word and that is why now here's the thing there are people in 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 faith who believe you shouldn't watch tv who believe you shouldn't know the news we don't believe that yeah. we believe you should be aware of what's happening so you know what to pray about mm -hmm. but you cannot allow life circumstances to become so big in your heart that you don't believe the word mm -hmm. anymore and oh that's so good you, you can't you, you can't you, I'm just saying, you you can't be over if if you are a person who becomes overwhelmed by the idea of what's going on in the world, then you do have to limit that stuff. But you ought to be able to mature over time that no matter what's going on in the world, you know your God still got you. You got to know that. Here's a good example. Earlier um, this year when everybody was saying, I can't breathe. Now, now here's the problem with that. For African-Americans, that's a twofold negative confession because um, coronavirus, COVID-19 is an issue of not being able to breathe. And then what's happening in police brutality is an issue of not being able to believe. So when you think, oh, I'm showing support to this person over here by saying I can't breathe. And then you go, it's just the same. You don't even realize that the enemy will use those words, even if he doesn't physically kill you, to cut off the breath of God in your life to keep you from going where God is telling you to go. And so you think it's a noble thing to be like, I'm going to agree with them. I can't breathe. No, I can't breathe. I get my breath from God. I may be frustrated by what's happening. I may be disappointed by what's happening, but I'm not coming into agreement with that because my breath comes from God. You 
you, you have to begin to declare things like this. No matter what weapon is formed against me, no one can take my breath because God gave me mm -hmm. my breath, right? And so those are, that's a good example right there how something can get popular. Right. And when something gets popular, and if you see that, to me, that's similar to what happened with the children of Israel when the 12 spies went out. Mm. Those 10 spies, they went out and they saw something. And so they began to see what they, they began to say what they could see. And so they came back into the camp with all of this terror and all of this fear. And that's what the people latched on to. And here's what's important. When you understand that story, you take a moment and you walk through it. They brought back physical evidence of the abundance of that land. They brought back, they, the Bible says that it took two men to carry the vines of grapes. Can you imagine grapes being so large it takes two adult men to carry them? It said it is indeed a land that is flowing with milk and honey. You know, they talked about all the wonderful things that they saw. They brought back evidence. And then what the 10 people said is they said, you know what? But there are giants in that land. And that was a true report. There were giants in that land. But God had already told them he was going to allow them to, to overcome the, the Amicalites and all the, all the other all the Ikes, the right. Canaanites and all the Ikes in that land. But, but, but the issue was, is that what they said was this. They said, we are grasshoppers. They said, we are but grasshoppers in our own sight. Mm -hmm. They took their sight, their, their spiritual insight of who they were, they took that off of God and started looking at their own ability. Come on. And that is what caused them to, to miss out on the promised land. They started looking at their own abilities. They said, we can't be the giant. We can't overcome them. But God had never intended for them to overcome them in the same way they had never overcame anybody before. Right. God had always fought those battles for mm -hmm. them. God had always came up with the, and orchestrated the, 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 the plans and the schemes for how they were going to win. But they then took it upon themselves to see themselves differently than what God has said about them. And that is the reason they spent 40 years wandering and never went into the promised land. But I love what you said. It says, here's the thing. In, in Numbers 13, it says, we seem like grasshoppers in our, in our sight. In our own sight. We seem like... Now, here's the thing about that story that people forget. They went in as spies. Mm -hmm. So the people didn't see them. Right. Right. And so what they say is we saw ourselves as grasshoppers. Mm -hmm. And so they see us the same way. But the people didn't actually see them. No. How many times are believers missing out because you see yourself differently than God? Mm -hmm. And we don't even realize, we don't even realize that when we see ourselves differently than God, God calls that an evil report. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, in the natural, we say, oh, I'm just trying to get myself together. Oh, I'm keeping when it I, real. Oh, I'm keeping it real. But God literally says, when you disagree with me about who I say you are, when you disagree with me about what I say you can do, you have released an evil report. Mm -hmm. And you have literally, the Bible says, life and death are in the power of your tongue. Yep. You are literally speaking, speaking death over your life while you're coming to church. While you're making that morning declaration, yeah, yeah. while you're tithing and giving your, you tithing, but you still saying you don't see how God mm -hmm, is going to provide. Mm -hmm. So many people, because they have, I've said it to several friends this week. Your problem is you have an undisciplined mind. Yes. And because you have an undisciplined mind, you have an undisciplined mouth. Yeah. And people think that discipline is just going to come. It yes. doesn't come. Discipline is forced. You have to say discipline is forced. You have to force discipline upon yourself. It's, it's when we talk about discipline children, we're forcing them. We're 
we're, we're forcing them into a, a behavior that we determine is appropriate. Mm-hmm. You have to discipline didn't just show up and knock on your door and say, here I am. Yeah. Discipline comes through a multitude of work. Yes. You have to work yourself into discipline. That means you have to be thinking about being disciplined in order to be disciplined. You have to be thinking about, I need to study my word. You need to be thinking about, I shouldn't say this. You need to be thinking about what would God say. You need to be thinking about here. I'm going to fast. You need to be thinking about here. I'm going to sow. You have to be thinking about it so until it becomes automatic it has to be forced up on you that's the reason people cuss so automatically because what's in your heart come out of your mouth because you've been you you forced curse upon you now it's naturally and so you have to do the same thing where the word of god is concerned and i think we have i I use this term um that we have a lot of unbelieving believers Mm. You yes, you've accepted Jesus as your personal savior. So you're a believer in the sense that you believe He can save you from your sin and you to go get to you to heaven, right? But you don't actually believe that in the midst of famine, God still has provision, which makes you a believing unbeliever, unbeliever. yeah, or unbelieving or believer. believer. And what happens is you don't realize that when you say those things, you are releasing a evil report mm-hmm. and i think it's important to get that out because here's the bible what the bible tells us it says you will be satisfied mm-hmm. by the words of your mouth yes and so for many of you while you love jesus i had to say to my mentees this the other day i said to them this is going to be a hard word for some of you to swallow but many of you do not realize you are in the same place you were last year because of your disobedience mm. because you cannot obey him in action where you have not moved to in heart Mm -hmm. and so people get upset but we trained each other to say the right thing yes we trained each other literally if one of us would come in and say this the worst day ever we would be like is that what you want to receive for your life right and is it irritating to your flesh it is when is it i can answer that right now yes yes Yes. (laughs) it is irritating to your flesh to say something and to be trying to to keep it 100 and keep it real and just say what you feel and somebody corrects you but the reality of it is discipline is forced and if you want to be if you want your mouth to be saved not just your not just your spirit but you want your mouth to be saved this going to take the right amount of pressure in order to get you to do that until it becomes automatic that you're saying the right thing. So what I hear you saying is that it's some people who've accepted Jesus as their personal savior and their spirits may be saved, but they mouth not saved. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and the Bible talks about that in James. It talks about our tongue being so small, but literally it can set everything on fire. It, it, it said it's like a, a rudder on a ship. You take something very small, but yet it can turn an entire ship in the middle of an ocean. Our mouth is so small, the smallest member we have, but it literally guides the direction of our entire life, even if we don't realize it. And so it is irritating. It is. It is. You know what is really irritating to to your flesh? Because the Bible tells us that your flesh is enmity towards God. Mm-hmm. That means that your flesh is an enemy towards God. It means there is no good thing in your flesh. Your tongue is a weapon. The, the question is, will it be used as a weapon for good or a weapon of mass destruction? It's a weapon. You know, people talk about like 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 money being evil. Money's not evil or, or good. Money's just a tool. Your mouth is a tool. Your mouth is a weapon. The question is, are you going to train yourself and discipline yourself so that you don't use that weapon against you? Having a gun for self-defense is good. Having a gun and you accidentally shoot yourself is not good. It's, it's not the gun's fault. It's what you were using it for. 
So you're you get you know people like you know I just my my I just got a slick tongue because you haven't trained yourself. you haven't trained yourself because you let yourself think and say anything mm -hmm. you let yourself think and say anything if you think a thought that's contrary to the word the bible tells you it's your responsibility when you think thoughts that are contrary to the word second corinthians tells us you're supposed to capture them mm -hmm. you're supposed to grab them you're supposed to choke the life out of them mm -hmm. and many of you instead of choking the life out of the enemy's thoughts you give them life mm -hmm. you give them authority over you so i said to my mentees you're in this situation not because you don't love god but because your love for god has not produced i love the worship songs that chris was saying this morning she was saying pull me deeper mm -hmm. i want to know you closer mm -hmm. i don't get to know god closer when i'm all i'm speaking is what the enemy right. is saying right. all i'm saying is what the enemy is saying right. i need to bring my mouth and my heart into agreement with heaven i need to bring my mouth and my heart home <laughs> i need to bring my mouth and I need my to bring heart my home. mouth and my heart home we are we, we i'm bringing all of me home i'm bringing all of me home so what we saw in 2020 is we saw harvest yes we saw all, and every, we saw harvest as a result of what we had been doing. It didn't just show up in 2020. Now, yes, it was a year of great harvest, but even in November, he told us, now, you've done the things in 2018 and 17 and 16 that I've told you. I've prepared you for this. Now it's harvest time. And we could have chosen to say, you know what? Harvest is great January, February. But think about it. In March, if we would have shut down our faith like the like the, like the the economy and, and like the country shut down and we had stopped believing God, like maybe we could have said, well, maybe we miss God because there were lots of people saying that at first. Well, maybe we miss God. No, we didn't miss God. I don't know what it looks like out here, but we didn't miss God. And what God says will come to pass. And God was big enough. And of course, we know that to cause everything he promised to come to pass in spite of a pandemic. In spite of a pandemic. Clarissa said something I think is a very truthful statement that so many people don't even realize. She said, my mouth got a whole nother family across town. Mm. Now it's funny, but many people do live yeah, that way. Yeah. You are actually double-minded. I was talking to one of my children the other day and they said to me, well, sometimes I'm hot and sometimes I'm cold. And I said, but the Bible tells us what God does with people mm -hmm. who are in cold. Mm -hmm. It says he literally can't stand hot and coldness. He spits you out of his mouth. And I and one translation said he vomits you out of his he mouth. He vomits you out mm -hmm. of your mouth. Sex, um, Hebrews 10 tells us when you draw back, he has no pleasure mm -hmm. in you. And I think if we don't begin, it's one of the things I really love about this church, about this ministry, because you were preaching before I was. I love that you're like, we cannot sell people pie in the sky. Yeah, we just we can't have do that. to tell people yeah. that, yes, God is a good God. Mm -hmm. And yes, it is a time for blessings. But if you live in the lukewarm or in the evil space, there are believers out here living like you ain't ain't got a God. Mm -hmm. That's why you responsible for your own bills. That's why you got to heal yourself. That's why you trying to keep your marriage together. That's why you got to try to find a man. It is why God seems aloof. 
to so many people. Yes. Because yes. because what we do when we sell what we call pie in the sky is we're really we're really selling religion. And and I didn't want to sell religion. I wanted to I wanted to introduce people to relationship mm -hmm. because relationship is if you look through the Bible, it was through relationship that people got healed. Yeah. It was through relationship when yes. when, when the centurion needed his daughter healed. It was through relationship when the woman with the issue of blood she came and she said, look, I know I ain't even supposed to be here. I could be killed, but if I can just touch the hem of your, I know I'll be made whole. That was relationship. That wasn't pie in the sky. That was believing that, that, that the man that they knew as Jesus had the power to heal them because he was God. Yes. And as a result of that, those people received exactly what they needed. And here's the thing. The Bible tells us this in Acts 10.35 that God is no respecter of persons. So if God was a healer to them because of relationship, then I was like, guess what? God will be a healer for us. God will be a deliverer for us. God will be a father for us. God will be a friend for us if we would develop the relationship. But you know that any relationship that is truly a relationship is truly prosperous. It takes time. You got to spend the time. I love you today, but I love you more than I did 26 years ago yes. because I know you differently than I did 26 years ago. And so the reality of it is, if you've been in church, but you haven't spent time in the relationship, it's like you just showed up. But today you can come home. You can bring your mouth home. You can bring your, your heart, heart home, home and you, you can, can start to develop home. that relationship. And, and so what happened for a lot of people is that they begin to declare the year of harvest because we're going to talk about this year of release. And I want you to hear this. They begin to declare the year of harvest, but they didn't realize what they had in the ground. Mm. They didn't realize what they had in the ground. So they didn't experience breakthrough because all they had talked about was raggedy stuff mm. for the last five to seven years when people tried to correct them. And they said it don't take all of that yeah. and here's the other thing this is one of my favorite scriptures the bible tells us it says do not be deceived god is not mocked mm -hmm. and and when we the, the truth of it is is that because we are fleshly creatures right this idea of getting our needs met is our top priority. Sure, absolutely. Now, and everybody just needs you get, to know that. We, we, that's simply Maslow hierarchy of needs. I mean, we that, that as a human being, there are some basic needs that you need to have met in order for you can, can, to go up the ladder to self-actualization and, and, and being all that you can be. There's some basic needs, right? Yes. And so as human beings, we come to God to get our needs met. We do. We come to God because we heard that if you tithe, he'll open the windows of heaven. Mm. We heard that if we pray, he will heal our bodies. Mm. We heard that if we seek him, he'll get us a husband. Yeah. We heard yeah. that if we obey him, yeah. he'll promote us. Yeah. But here's the problem with that. The Bible says God is not mocked. Mm. So God mm. is always, this is what Sam, yeah. God told Samuel. Yeah. He says, man looks at the outside, Out. yep. but I look at your heart. Mm -hmm. So where you can't trick God, we really been talking to our kids about this. Where you can't trick God is this idea that you're going to do the right thing without the right heart. Mm -hmm. And so what you've tried to do is to show up to get blessed. Mm -hmm. You've tried to show up to um to see what you can get from God. Yeah. But he makes us a promise in Matthew 6 and 33. Come on. He, he makes us a promise. And this is the place where most people never grow mm -hmm. up to. This is the place where most Come people on. never grow up to. I know where you're to. going. Because the reality of it is because our needs are so pressing. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to ask you something. I'm going to ask y'all some stuff. I'm, I'm going to ask you what Janet Jackson said. 
what did you do for the Lord lately? Right. <laughs> what, 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 what have you done for the yeah, Lord lately? Yeah, yeah. I, I know that you frustrated because you didn't break through in this. And I know that you frustrated because this dream ain't mm. come to pass. And I know that you frustrated because you still single. But if you really check your heart, what have you, what have you done for the Lord? Yeah. Do you even care about <laughs> what God cares about? Yeah. Hold, hold, help me. Holy ghost. Do you care that people ain't saved? Mm. I can't tell it by your Facebook Does page. It does it matter to you? Wow. Does it matter to you if people aren't saved? Or are you just like, I got my salvation. What I need is my millionaire status. Mm. What I need is my man. See, what God is always going to do, he go prune your heart. And Deuteronomy 8 tells us this. He says he takes you through the wilderness mm -hmm. so you can see what's in your own heart. Mm -hmm. Some of you are still in the wilderness because while your spirit may know Jesus, your soul don't care that much. Ooh. Your soul don't care that you much. You haven't been developed. You haven't been developed. You haven't done any personal development to fall in love with what God loves. You don't love what God loves. Mm, you what, love what God has. You love. Ooh, you don't love who God is. Mm. You love what God has. Mm. That's why you stay ooh. so offended when God doesn't move in your time. That's why you so offended that you still single. Ah, That's why you ah. so offended that he got you at a job you don't want to be at. That's why you so offended that he told you to stay at that church and serve. You're offended because you don't really love him what you love is the stuff that you can get for him and that's why he can bless you in November and in December you can forget about it mm. and he can literally give you a blow your socks off blessing in November wow. and in December you like well where is God this is what I wanted for Christmas mm. and I, I and I gotta tell you this because God can't be mocked Ooh. God is merciful and God is and God is God is merciful God is good, but God can't be mocked. So can I repent one more time? I, I repent. I, <laughs> I, repent. I repent again. I repent. <laughs> because, I repent. I, I, I love that. You don't love God. You love what God has. You love what God has. Lord, I, I don't I don't want that to be me. You you love what God has. I don't want that and to if be you want to know if you love what God has or you love God, just check how you ask acted the last time that God either told you to do something you didn't mm, want to do or how you act when God I said repent. no not yet I repent it's a whole repenting message no it's a repentance <laughs> message because ain't I no repent. point in taking that mess in 2021 that's right I ain't no up. point in taking that mess in 2021 mm -hmm. some of you are straight mm -hmm. frustrated because you made confessions and you made declarations but what you really care about is God giving you what mm. you want you don't care about souls mm. you don't care about healing you don't care you fast but but Matthew 6 says otherwise it, it says, says it says what seek ye first what the kingdom of God mm. and it's righteousness mm -hmm. And then it says all these things. And then. And then. It, not, not no, no. Before. What? No, no. <laughs> seek ye first. Seek ye first. 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 The kingdom. Uh huh. You cannot seek a kingdom without seeking the, the kingdom. kingdom. Right. You cannot seek a kingdom mm -hmm. without seeking a king. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know why you still saying no to the ministry God called you to? Because you don't care about what God cares about. Mm. You care about your stuff. Mm. You care about your dreams. You care about what you want. You don't care about what he wants. Mm. He says, and that's why, let me help you. That's why you're still chasing stuff. Mm. That's why you, that's why, that's why stuff don't chase you down. Because the promise that he makes is that if you seek him first, now let me tell you something. 
I ain't judging y'all. It took me years to get here. Right. Right. It took us years Absolutely. to get here. Absolutely. When Pastor Cynthia was trying to teach yeah. us this, yeah. when Pastor Cynthia yeah. was saying, put God, we was in ministry. Mm -hmm. We was in ministry. Mm -hmm. we, we, like, so, what you mean, put God first? Put what God you first. think we've been what doing? What you think we've been doing? <laughs> but, like, but we followed up by, but we still ain't got our new house yet. But we still ain't got our new <laughs> and house And that was yet. an indication for us to know, wait a minute, we still haven't got it yet. You're still talking about the thing as opposed to just the person who supplies the thing. And I want to tell y'all this because this is important because this is what I hate about the old religious spirit. Some of y'all start talking about what other people are doing. The fact that you're talking about what other people are doing mm. is indication that you need to mm -hmm. repent because you always know what other people and some people are doing. What about you? Mm -hmm. What about your yeah. heart towards people. God? Right. I love it. They say, listen, they falling out. You can see, you can fall out at home. You mm -hmm. don't need us to lay hands yes, on you to fall out. <laughs> and so for years, Pastor Cynthia kept trying to she bring did. us into a she deeper did. place yes. of God. Yes. But the truth of it is, is that because, because our flesh was undisciplined, mm. hear me. We hadn't, it hadn't been forced in the it, right direction. It had that. not been forced in the other. Mm -hmm. We, 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 we love God. Yes. We did love God. Yes. But we loved ourselves more. Mm -hmm. And and that was really the shift that mm -hmm. many people need to make. The Bible actually says that if you we saw it as partnering with God, so He could get us what we needed, as opposed to us uh, us partnering with God to work in His kingdom. No, what, what? Say it again, because I'm I'm a run today. That's how, no, you're not. No, I'm <laughs> no, a run today. But that's how most people see it. They want they want to partner with God because they see that partnering with God gets me what I want. As opposed to saying, oh, I want to partner with God so I can get him what he wants. Because the Bible says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then these other things will be added to me. Not that I would have to chase them. Not that I would have to go find them. But they would literally be added to me. Opportunities would just show up once I've partnered with God for the right reason. And, and the Bible tells us this throughout. It mm. talks about how the blessings will chase you, mm -hmm. how they will chase you mm -hmm. and they will overtake you. Yep. So if you still chasing blessings, your order's out of place. Mm -hmm. You may love him. You may come to church, but all you got to do is check your heart. Yep. What you do. Let me ask y'all just this a real honest question. I know we get into the wrap up time, but this is a real honest question. Have you even asked God what he cares about? Mm. Have you even asked God what you can do for him? Mm. Have you even asked God why he needs you in a certain My place? God. Have you even asked God about anything? Because that's what the Bible, what our pastor told us. He told us it was alignment. Mm -hmm. It was alignment. Yeah, some of us got to be realigned. Got to be realigned. <laughs> got to be realigned. To the, well, we, we were aligned, but there are some, some the, the roads, if, if you drive your car on the road and the road's real bad, after a while you have to get a realignment. Well, in life we've been on some bumpy roads and some of us have gotten out of alignment today is a good day to get realigned and i gotta say this because this some of you you got there because of trauma but pastor edwin told you two weeks ago what'd you tell him about trauma i said that no amount of trauma and for those of you who wasn't with us several weeks ago let me say this again no amount of trauma that you have ever experienced qualifies you to disobey God. We're not saying that the trauma you went through wasn't real. We're not saying the molestation wasn't real. The abuse wasn't real. S suffering through food insecurity wasn't real. Uh, seeing your parents on drugs wasn't real. Not being loved wasn't real. We're not saying any of that wasn't real. What we are saying is that there is no amount of trauma that you have suffered that qualifies you to be able to say, it's okay for me to be disobedient to God. And that's a hard truth, but it's the truth. It is the truth. Are y'all being blessed by this? Because I want to say something to the other people. 
some of this disobedience, it ain't trauma. You just disobedient. It, it, you, it, it, you wasn't traumatized. You just, you just stubborn. You just disobedient. You just rebellious. Some of this is legit. People had things happen to this. Some of this is that you are just selfish and you want your own way. Cause I wanted to, because as a kid, I did not go through a lot of trauma. Right. Many of the things in my life was because I just wanted it my way. I wanted God to do it my way. And when it didn't happen my way, I got offended with God. I have never quit pastoring. I have never quit praying. I have never quit helping people, but I have been offended with God because at the end of the day, I, it wasn't that I was traumatized. It was that I did not mm. like the way God did something. I did not like the sacrifice he was asking me for. I did not like the change. Listen, mm. I'll tell you, one of my issues was in Psalms 37, the very thing he tells us not to do. He says, don't pay attention to wicked people. Mm. And I would be like, well, why they being blessed? That, that ain't your business. Mm. You do what I tell you mm. to do. So I want to go back to this because if you're chasing blessings, Mm -hmm. If you're chasing blessings, you're out of order. You're out of order. And the reason we invited you to come home is because if you out here chasing blessings, see the reason that the son was in the pig pen chasing food, the reason that he come was on. in the pig pen come chasing on. food is because he was away from home. He was out of order. Come on. So if you chasing some, God, I just need somebody to bless me today. God, I just need something to come through. You literally out here living like a crack fiend for blessings. Mm. Crack fiend. That's why you mm. upset. That's why he can bless you on Sunday, but you dissatisfied on Monday. My That's God. why he can bless you on Wednesday and <laughs> you dissatisfied on Friday. You, you basically said they like Gator. For, for, they like Gator for, for, for blessings. No, no, no. And, and literally, you say, my God, really? Don't really, be Gator. Really? Really? Don't because, be Gator. And what people do in that state, it's like, God, I, I said a TV. I smoke it. I swear I will because I'm going to have I'll what do I want. It. I'll do I'm, it. I'll do it. You know I'll have what it. I want. You know I'll do it. I'm going to have what I want. And God is inviting My us God. into another space. Yes. Now, in 2021, we're going to talk to you about the about the release. But here's the thing you need to understand. That's the part you wanted me to share. When we release, you go release what's in you. Mm. That's all mm -hmm. you go. That's release. all you can release. That's all you go release. It's the same thing with harvest. You know, when we kept saying it's a year of great harvest, the reason we kept stressing to people that that it wasn't just this idea of, OK, you're going to get all the good stuff. It was like literally whatever you sown, that's what you're going to get. So here's what we need you to do. Some of this stuff you need to call a crop failure on. And the way you call a crop failure is by is by getting realigned. It's by coming back home. But 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 you're not going to get just the just the good while you're out here doing bad harvest brings back whatever's been sown. And so that's the reason we were encouraging people, listen, this is a year of great harvest. Make sure what you're putting in the ground, make sure what you're saying, make sure what you're doing, all those things combined are the right things because that's what you want to harvest. Not that jump that you do when nobody see you. I want to say this. In 2021, everyone is going to release. The question is what? And everyone is going to harvest. The question is what? Mm, mm. It, it's not a question of mm. if there's going mm -hmm. to be a harvest. Mm -hmm. There's not a question going to going, be a real release. Be released, it's going to be. There is going to be. Mm -hmm. The question is what will be released? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I started off by saying this. I love you because you've never let us just be mm -hmm. out here telling people the kingdom of God 
ain't the Oprah show. It's not. It's, it's not, not 12 Days of Christmas. It's not. It's, not. it's not. it's not. You. It's not. You've been living any kind of way, and you get a blessing. You've been doing. You still fornicating. You get a blessing. You still getting drunk and cussing folks out. You get a blessing. That is not how the kingdom works. And let's be clear, because people, because I, I hear people say this all the time, and I see a lot of pastors talking about it now. You know, they were saying, "Well, you can't buy a blessing." No one's talking about buying a blessing. We're talking about giving the one thing to God that you have that He even cares about. It's obedience. No, you you can't buy a blessing. But what we do know is that God has a system set up that when we operate within the parameters of his system, there are blessings and opportunities in the earth that come to us. Can, can, can you buy your salvation? Of course not. You know, and can can you love God and give your life to the Lord uh, and, and still uh, be struggling in your life, but on your way to heaven? Sure you can. We understand what it means to be saved, to, to about being saved and, and, and going to be saved. You know, uh, Elder Valley talk teaches a, a dynamic message on that. We get that. But at the same time, you ought to not want to be a person who says, Lord, you, you are my savior, but not my Lord. Because basically that's what we say. He asked him in the Bible. He says, why call me Lord, Lord? And what? Do not what I say. So it's not just about him delivering us out of hell's hands. It's about do we show our appreciation for that by living in accordance to his system? You teach it. I mean, that is, it's, it's the truth. And that's the reason we don't teach people to just come and throw some money at the altar and think you're going to be blessed. We're like, no, no, no. Before you give anything, what? check your lifestyle. Check your heart that's toward what he God. Said. Yeah. He told them in, in Hosea, he said, consider your ways. Yeah. He said, you sowing, but you reaping little because you got holes in your pocket because mm -hmm. you got a raggedy heart. God is never overlooking the heart. He's never overlooking the heart. Amen. He's never He's overlooking. never overlooking the heart. He is always searching our well, heart. Well, is that not what he says? He says the eyes of the Lord do what? They run to and fro throughout the, the whole earth looking to show himself strong on behalf of them whose what? Heart is perfect. Is perfect. Toward him. him. It doesn't mean that, that they are without mistake. It means that their heart is dedicated to him. Is your heart dedicated to God? And I just gave you some ways to tell. If it ain't, bring it on home. Bring your heart home. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. I gave you some ways home. to tell. Is your heart dedicated to God? Did you ask God what you could do for him this year? Do you even care what mm. God needs done? Mm. Do you care? I noticed that, that yesterday um, that you were reminding people you were reminding people to invite people to church. Mm -hmm. The reason people needed to be reminded because they don't care about kingdom mm -hmm. expansion. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, don't nobody want to hear that. Nobody mm -hmm. likes mm -hmm. hearing that. Mm -hmm. But the reason you forgot is because what God cares about is not top of the mind mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. The truth of it is, here's a good example. Everybody who knows us knows that you are way more organized than I am. Okay. And years ago, your thing was, Listen, I can take any pretty much anything in the house, but it's important to me that the kitchen is clean yep. and the kitchen's clean to you is different than the kitchen is clean to me. To me, the kitchen clean to me is that the dishes are washed, the, the stove is clean and the counters are wiped off. But to you, the kitchen clean means you don't like a lot of stuff on the kitchen counters on the counter. Right. You don't like stuff on the kitchen counters. Right. The more I got to know you, the more it became important to me to do that. Mm, mm. In the beginning, it was like, what's the big deal? Because my happiness became important to you. It became. Mm. And so then I trained our kids mm. that even if they didn't care, 
it should be important to them mm. because it was important to you. Mm. So now what we have is a family of people who move things off of the counter and put mm. them in their place, mm. not because it was important to us, but it became important to us because it was important to, to you. Because it was important, it was important to, the to the king. It was important to the king. <laughs> so if you can do it in the natural, mm. How many things have That's you good. done for me right. that you really didn't right. want to do, right. but it became right. important right. to you? All them social events. All them social <laughs> events. It became important to you because it's important to right. me. How can I say that I love God? Oh, that's good. When what is important to him mm. never becomes important Doesn't to me. Doesn't even cross my mind. It's not important to me to win souls. Wow. It's not important for me to learn how to walk in healing and mm. release healing. It's not important for me to finance the kingdom. Mm. It's not important for me to use my social media as a platform to be a witness to him. Wow. How can I say I love God when nothing in my life reflects any adjustment for him? Selah. <laughs> oh, oh as, as one preacher said one time, Sheila. <laughs> Sheila, <laughs> in 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 love, love. What love does, it will move you towards who you love. Ooh. That's why some of you fornicate Ooh. because you've been moved toward what you love. Mm. That's why some of you cuss so much because you've been moved toward what you mm. love. When you whatever you love, that's why the Bible says you can't serve two masters. Whatever, you either going to love one and hate the other mm -hmm. one. And what I sense that God is doing is that he is calling you out of double-mindedness. Mm -hmm. He is calling you out of lukewarm living. Why? Because the truth of it is, is that because I love you, the truth of it is because I love you. I can't tell you how many times I have moved something off of that counter that, that ain't a big deal. Hear what I'm saying? It ain't a big deal to me. Mm -hmm but it's a big deal to him. Mm. See, that's the grow up many believers Ooh. have never been invited into. Maybe it ain't a big deal to me to see somebody else say, but it's a big deal to the king. But it's a big deal to the king. It's a big deal to the king. And, and because I love the king, it becomes a big deal to me. And maybe it ain't a big deal to me to stop cussing, mm. but it's a big deal it's to a the big king. Deal to the king. Pastor, why do you say we shouldn't cuss? The Bible actually says not to let any non-wholesome word come out of your mouth. Mm. That's what the Bible says. Mm. The Bible says no corrupt communication, mm. no evil reports. Mm. So literally when we, I can, I can measure. And we tell people in relationships about this all the time. We say to women, we say to men, you can look at them and see if they love you. Mm -hmm. So when you look at my life, can you see that I love God? Mm. Can, can you see it? Can you see Not it? just what I say. Can you see, can that, you I love see God? that I love God? See, because let me tell you something. If you don't love God enough that you ain't ever not done what you wanted to do in order to do what you want, what he wants you to do, you don't know what we're talking about. Mm. And the blessing that we're talking about, it don't belong to you. Mm. It don't. And somebody got to tell you. I love what Joyce said. Maybe. Maybe the changes I need to make, they aren't a big deal to me, but they're a big, big deal, deal to, to my God. Father. They're a big yeah, deal to God. Yeah. They're a big deal to the king. He Now that's a whole word. That's a whole yeah, that's a whole lot. sermon series with a bunch of subplots 
I mean, maybe because let's just be honest. There are some things to us as human beings that, that, that are believers that we don't deem as important. But have we considered whether they're important to the father or not? And if they are important to the father, then we say all the time, I love what God loves and I what? Hate what God hates. Well, if that's true, how can how can that be true if I haven't considered what God loves? Have you even considered what God loves? I gotta loves? consider it. Have you considered what I God loves? I gotta consider it. If he talked about it, he must be important to him. I mean, he wrote it in a book. He 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 he, he inspired men to to write the book and to keep and, and and keep these words in here over time. We know he he wasn't transcribing, but we understand it. Do we believe that the word is the infallible word of God? And so, if he says to love your neighbor, loving your neighbor must be important to him, right? So I don't tithe because it's not important to me. Right. Because whether the church got resources to help people or not, it don't matter to me. Mm. Whether the church can compensate its leadership, that don't matter to me. Mm -hmm. So what I do with my tithe is whatever I want to because I, it's, it don't matter to me mm. what matters to him. It doesn't matter to me what I say. It doesn't matter to me what I do. I do what I want to do. And what I tell God is that he should handle whatever it is that I do. My God. My God. Listen. All right. It's, it's been a great yeah, teaching. Yeah. It's yeah, been a great teaching. We, <laughs> we appreciate y'all letting us have this conversation. This is this is the conversations we have when we ride and look for houses. We ride around, we look to see who's building new subdivisions, and we just talk the word. If you ain't got somebody you can talk the word with, you gotta find somebody. Now I don't necessarily mean it's gotta be a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or something, but you gotta find somebody who you can chop this word up with, somebody who will who will, who will talk to you. And if you don't have it, you can join us every Sunday morning. And we'll chop the word up with you because we love the word. You wanted me to share this. We one love the word. Thing. So she's going to pull up something real quick. Those Grab your T-shirt. Listen. Grab listen, your T-shirt. Let's, let's, let's put this up here so you can take a picture. Uh, so that way you can have this link here uh, for the T-shirt if you need it. Listen, take a picture. Get your T-shirt. You're released. But, we, but she's going to share with you just this word uh, because it is so apropos for what we're doing right now as we go into 2021. Uh, and, and, and we want you to be blessed. I'm like the Apostle Paul. I don't I don't desire a gift from you. I desire that a gift may abound to your account. Uh, so we teach this word and we preach the word the way we do because we want to see you blessed. And we know that God has a system that if you will get in line with his system, you can't help but to be blessed because it's the system he's created man it's such a good teaching you talked the word this morning i just I, I i want people to love god i want people to love god enough to change to let the power of god i have loved you enough to change for you you have loved me enough to change for me how am i going to love you enough to change for you you some of y'all have made all kind of accommodations for people who didn't even stay with you, who didn't even stay with you, but you won't make accommodations for God. I love what Leslie McFall says. You make me look forward to learning and growing more in the Lord. That's oh, all thank we you. want. That's a huge compliment. We, we just we want. Thank we, you. That's all we want to do. We want you to love God mm -hmm. more than anything, more than anything anything and i want you to challenge yourself as this year is going out do you love him more than anything what are you still telling god no to what are you still playing with that god told you to walk away with here's why because this is what we believe mm. it's the season we are already in 
I'm going to mess up these Jewish words, but y'all work through it. Okay. <laughs> there are two Jewish words. One of them is Jamel, G-I-M-E-L, and the other one is Yod, Y-O-D, Jamel, G-I-M-E-L, and Yod. The word Jamel is related to Jamul, G-E-M-U-L. I told you I'd mess them up, which means, here's what you need, need to know it means. It means justified repayment. Justified repayment. Justified repayment mm -hmm. or the giving of reward and punishment. It is the year of your justified repayment. Mm -hmm. This is the time for payback. Reaping what you sold, good or bad. This is really good news. For those of you who have been diligently doing what the Lord has asked you to do, Yod, as you already know, is the arm or hand of God. So God is going to do it, not man. Mm -hmm. The arm of God is going to come down Listen. and pay you back. Listen to that. Say that again. The, the arm, arm of, of God, God is going, going to come down and, and pay you back. back. And the reason I feel like I've said this for months, I felt like Jeremiah, tell the people to repent, tell the people to repent, tell the people to repent there. I, the Lord gave me a word back in July and he said, people are about to have Jonah experiences mm -hmm. and they are going to rebuke the devil. But I am the one who put them in that fish and I put them there because they are fighting against me. There is a scripture in Acts where they're talking about what um, they're talking about, whether they're going to stop the apostles mm -hmm. from preaching or mm -hmm. not. And this man stands up and he says, listen here, if it's not God, it's not go prosper. Mm -hmm. But if it's God, you're fighting against God. Mm -hmm. And I've said to several people this week, you don't realize your evil report is fighting against God. Mm. You don't realize your disobedience is fighting against God. I have been crying aloud saying, please, God, please, guys, come home. Please, guys, come home. Why? Because y'all be wanting the world to be judged, but judgment always, always begins, begins at the in house the house of, of God. God. Yeah. God. God always starts with his house. Yes. And the biggest deception for many of you is you have been deceived into believing that grace cancels all natural consequences. And it doesn't. It mm. doesn't. It does. Maurice said, I feel I want to say for the first time in years, I feel like I'm gaining a sense of clarity. Amen. So we're going to read Psalms 26, but I want to give you some. He said he's a first time visitor. So welcome, welcome Maurice. Welcome. welcome, welcome. So number one, if you haven't accepted Jesus as your personal savior, please do that. Number two, if you're living in a backslidden state, please come home. Number three, if you've never asked the Holy Spirit to fulfill you, to fill you, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because the job of the Holy Spirit is to lead us into all truth. Number four, make an intentional, conscious decision to put God's will Above everything, above else. everything else, above everything else. And I wish I could tell you the truth of it is it's taken a moment for us to get into this sweet spot to literally see the blessings overtake mm -hmm. us 
It's taking mm -hmm. us a moment. Mm -hmm. There's so many things God still prunes in our heart. But I'm telling you, it's a better way to live than chasing stuff. Mm -hmm. It's a better way to live than fighting God. Mm -hmm. It's a better way than live than trying to create a purpose outside of the purpose mm -hmm. that he called you. And so my prayer for you is that the fire of God would consume you. Mm -hmm. And literally any spot you are sitting in that is not your spot, the fire will not let you sit there anymore. Mm -hmm. And literally I have had this vision of seeing people vomited vomited out of cities mm. vomited out of jobs mm. listen you don't have to be vomited out you could just leave yeah you you could just leave yeah. i'm seeing people be vomited out of places that don't belong to you and so that's what i have that's what mm. the lord has given me you're going to finish with psalms 126 yeah so we were you, we, i mean we, we we were talking as as you know we declared you know, we've heard from the Lord that this is this is our year of release. And we were reading uh, Psalms 126 uh, on last week. Um, uh, and, and, and we were reading in, in verse uh, verse six, uh, verse five begins to talk about, uh, you know, that you may go out and you may be you may go out. Uh, sowing with tears, but verse one twenty six is kind of where we're head, heading our, our, our head on. Verse six, it says they may weep as they go out carrying their seed to sow. It says, but they will return with joyful laughter and shouting with gladness as they bring back armloads of blessing and a harvest overflowing. I love that, and I love that it says but because we know that that word but is a powerful word. Because what but does is it cancels out everything that came before it and solidifies everything that comes after it. Yeah. It says, so I may start off in tears, but that means my tears are going to be wiped away. And what's going to happen? I'm going to return with laughter and shouting with gladness as they bring, as we bring, as we all bring back with us arm loads of blessings and a harvest. Overflow. overflow listen y'all to go ahead and put that in the comment section say just just type in arm loads arm loads arm loads arm loads arm loads and everybody ought to be able to everybody ought to be able to receive that because everybody's repenting but we all came home we all came home we all repented arm we all loads. came home so arm, arm loads, loads belong to you if you accepted jesus send us a message if you made a decision to come back home send us a message Arm we want to hear from you you want to be a virtual partner amen you want to be a virtual partner can you go to another church and be a partner here absolutely what does that mean you agree to pray for us we pray for you it means that you begin if you're not a if you're not if this isn't your church home but it's just the place that you partner with you sow into us as god leads you if we're if we're not your church home hear me your tithe belongs to your church home mm -hmm. If you do not have a church home, we would love to be your church home. And all you got to do is go to that link. It's real simple. It's real quick. Fill it out. We'll get an email. It'll let us know that you have decided to partner with us. We kind of old school. You got to tell us you go with us. You got to tell us you go <laughs> with us. If you just show up every week, that's wonderful. But in order for us to know that we go together, you got you to gotta tell us we go together. Yeah. And the way you do that is simply clicking on that link at www.focchurch. We, we didn't assume that. We, you, no. we had, you, I, had to, I, I you had to say. I asked. Say. <laughs> I didn't make I no, made assumptions. No, no, no assumptions. I had yeah, to ask. We together. Will you, check the box. Will you go with me? Yes or no? I'll go with you. <laughs> so, so just go to www.focchurch.com, uh, pound sign, partner, dash form. I think it's on your screen. Uh, you click that link. You go there. You fill it out. And let us know. Listen, we had over 175 people, new people who've liked this page 
this week uh, since last Sunday. That is a result of you guys sharing the broadcast. It's a result of you guys tagging your friends and family. If people are saying to us and sending us messages, we never knew y'all existed. We understand it's a great big world, but the more and more people that you share this broadcast with, the more people they share it with, it's not about people knowing us. It's about people getting to hear what we say about Jesus. And so that's what's important to us. So continue to share. If you haven't and you came in after we said that in announcements, you can still do it. Share it to your story. You can share it a couple times a week to your story. Uh, share it to any group that you have permission to share it in. Don't don't spam groups. Uh, they'll get you kicked out and it makes us look bad. So don't do that. But only put it in groups that, that you have a right to put that in and then put it on your page. Send it to your friends and family via messenger. If you got that kind of relationship with them, hey, tell them, hey, check out this broadcast. This beautiful lady and this crazy dude preached this great word and you want to hear it. Amen. Listen, I just listen. Somebody asked us this question and we thought it was hilarious. They said, why do you not do giving until the end? What about the people who come and oh, leave? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, if you go, if you a giver, you a giver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so real talk. We don't, we don't structure this around giving. We teach, and then after we have delivered something worthy of you sowing, we ask you to ask God if you should partner and sow into the ministry so we can continue doing it. Right. So, that, so that's why we do it at the end. Can, can we just because because. Can we just be bold and say it like we really say it though? What? If y'all don't give nothing, the Lord gonna continue to bless us because our source is not you, it's God. We offer you this opportunity so you can partner. But God has been all is always taking care of Fellowship of Champions, and He's always taking care of Edwin and Sean. So we don't we don't have to beg and do twenty offerings because God will raise up a man from Australia to send us money. Somebody says, "Why do you say that?" Because it happened once. It happened we once. needed something, and we did not have the resources within our ministry, and we got a check from a man from Australia, and we don't know how he we was we weren't big on social media then, but we did a, a few things. But he someone had sent him. Uh, actually, I think it was. No, the magazine. It was a the magazine. Or Somebody a had magazine. A, a, a magazine and we used to do cassettes and someone had left it on a plane and he got it and listened to it and everything and, so, and sent a check and it was exactly what we needed. I'm telling you, God to raise up somebody to meet your need. He, you, God is your source and he'll use anybody or anything as a resource. So that's why we do offering at the end. Okay, so we got Tuesday night prayer. We got Wednesday night Bible study. We got Pastor Ellen's birthday on Friday. We got Chris on Saturday Sunday morning at 930 and we'll be back here on Sunday. We're going to wear our shirts again next week. That was the first Sunday. We're okay. going right. to wear them we'll again next week. Right. So judge us, but we're wearing them. I'm again. sending mine to the clean so don't worry well whether you do or not they don't have to smell you um so we're wearing our shirts next week we want you to get a shirt if this, if you believe it's the year release we want you to get a shirt but I, here's what i did i haven't done this in a long because time because on the last hopefully on the last sunday in january we can get everybody to wear it and we can just we all can do be, zoom communion we like we zoom, did. Communion. zoom communion everybody can have on their their year release shirt yes so i put a question up right on the page what did you take away from today's message go and tell us we, we love to hear what you took away from today's message. So go and do that. We're going to get out of here. We're under 90 minutes today. We yep, killing we, it today. Good. Well, right at. <laughs> no, right there. Oh, okay. Okay. We yep, under 90 yep. minutes and we had a five minute. Um, well, we had That's a five true. minute That's intro. True. That's All true. right. We love y'all. Happy New Year. We're believing God. We want to hear your testimonies. Tell us that you got saved. Tell us that you rededicated. Tell us that you got filled with the Holy Spirit. Tell us that you're a virtual partner and go to the post. As soon as you hang up, and go to the post. And if this message bless you, we would like for you to 
to sow into yeah, the ministry. So. You can give through Givelify, you can give through Pushpay, you can give through Tidely, and you can text to give. All of that is is streaming at the bottom of your screen, I believe, even right now as we speak. So obey God, give as the Lord commanded you. Go to the web to the to the Facebook page when this is over, though, and just give us some takeaways. We love reading the takeaways. Yes. What I, I, I just posted. What did you take away from today's message? We want to hear from you guys. We love you so much. We are declaring this is your year of great release. It's a new season, baby. You about to win. It's justified repayment. No, great, great release. Great release. <laughs> justified repayment. Amen. Justified repayment. Recompense. The Bible says it's a righteous thing for God to trouble our troubles. So whatever been troubling you, give it to the Lord. Hold on to that word that he shared with you throughout last year and this year. And know this is the year of release. Amen. Year release. Y'all have a great day. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.